Well, hello everyone. It's me, Larry, Larry Vader. I'm back. And you know what that means. There's a lot of catching up. I have a lot to say. Well, coming to you live from my studio, also known as my bedroom, with a uh, very overweight, loud, talkative kitty cat on my lap. It is, I think it's Saturday. Yep, it's Saturday morning, August 22nd. Actually, it's Saturday afternoon. I don't really know when that happened. Uh, and I'm just here at the, at the family compound trying to figure out what's going on, what my plan is, and, and kind of what I'm gonna get up to. So, I guess I should catch you up. I haven't spoken to you in a while, and I, I know the last time we spoke I was, I would say upset, but I think that frustrated probably is the, the better term, and maybe a little bit apprehensive uh, about everything that was going on, so, um, I want to talk to you about leading up to and the little surgery procedure that I had and then some other happenings because I've been at home so I've been able to kind of keep up with technology and the news and then I've had my own share of computer issues this week which is something I'm not honestly used to um, and then you know basically just check in with everyone because I missed everyone a lot. So I can't remember the last time I recorded, but I assume it was the weekend before I had my little prick in the eye and boy, that was, that was an adventure. Um, I have a great ophthalmologist. Uh, he is without without uh, exaggerating too much, he's, he's one of the best that there is in the country and certainly the best on the East Coast. Uh, the, the surgeries that he's, he's done, the procedures that he's pioneered are quite honestly mind-blowing. Um, but with that comes <laughs> a, a bit of, uh, shall we say, um, arrogance. And it was frustrating. I felt like I wasn't getting any attention from him in the sense that it was like, okay, yeah, we're going to do this. And, and that's just that. And then everyone left and it's like me and uh, a medical assistant. And I, I say that very purposefully, not a nurse, not an LPN or an RN, um, but a medical assistant. And there was a lot of, okay, we'll just do this and, and do that. And, and with no explanation. So uh, but that's okay. It all worked out. Um, went for the surgery. We had to be there at 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. It was early. So my friend Big Mama, uh, Jay Wizzle, uh, picked me up in uh, his delivery van because I'd requested no convertibles this go-round <laughs> and uh, dropped me off. Bless his heart. He had to wait outside for the, the event during the event because they, he wasn't allowed inside because of COVID and, and everything. 
So I uh, had, a, had a pretty decent experience, um, kind of made it clear that I was fat and I wasn't putting up with any of it. So if there was going to be some foolishness, I was just going to go home and we would figure it out later because I wasn't, you know, I wasn't thrilled with the way I'd been treated. And then, you know, it's six o'clock in the morning at this point. And I was like, look, I don't get up at six o'clock in the morning. And the fact that I'm here and now I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And so there was a lady who they had taken back and she was in the like stall next to me because it's, it's not a hospital. It's a surgery center. So we were all just separated by curtains and like everyone's chatting with her and like, I'm just there by myself. And I know that my attitude is not the most pleasant in the world compared to some people, but like everyone seemed to know her and blah, blah, blah. And, and so finally the anesthetician, uh, anesthesiologist rather came by and we actually knew each other from a past life. And so, uh, he was chatting me up and he said, blah, blah, blah. Do you want me to give you the propofol or whatever. And I was like, uh, no, I don't want any of that. Like I want the least amount of everything possible. He's like, well, we usually do this with, with, uh, the patient awake just with a block in their eye. But you know, I have a note that you're very anxious. And I was like, no, I'm not anxious. I'm just angry. (laughs) And there's, there's a difference. And I guess once I said that, they realized that I was feeling as if I were being treated like I was just a number and I didn't need to know anything and whatever. And so finally they got it together and, and so had the surgery, we chatted during the surgery. It seemed to have gone well, but I'm going to tell you, uh, the recovery has been not fun. Um, so the first full week post-surgery, I was in pain, um, not pain from, I guess it is pain for my eye, but like more of like you have a sinus infection. So there's pressure pain. And, you know, every time I would put a drop in, that would get a little bit worse. And the drops are six times a day. So there's a very much like me telling Siri to, you know, set a reminder for X time because they're all different periods between when you use the next one of one. And so I've had to learn what they all are and, that's fine. But, uh, but yeah. And so, uh, we did record an LFC last Sunday, uh, which came out on Tuesday and I talked a little bit about the experience. Hi beeps. And I, um, I have, uh, a Mr. Bilbo J Baggins, Kitty Cadmus Esquire, uh, here. He just wanted to check on things. He heard me talking and he thought that there might be food involved. Um, and so Big Fatty, Big Fatty on Monday was kind enough to drive me to the Turge just to pick up some stuff, which was a disaster. Um, and I've already, and I know I was cranky because it took forever for them to have it ready and then I didn't get everything. So I just destroyed them on social media and their reviews. But, you know, we were treated unfairly and they couldn't get it together and I paid for things I didn't get and all that. So... I was just like, you know what, like, you guys, like, of all places, like, you're just having the hardest time, and I, I just don't understand, so, uh, anyway, um, but that was, that was that, and then, you know, the week progressed, and I didn't 
I didn't have any vision back. And so week after my surgery, I went for my second follow-up with the doctor and he looked at it and he was like, actually it's going well, but the gas bubble that we put in your eye is not absorbing as quickly as it, it, you know, we would like, but it happens about, you know, 40% of the time. Like it takes, instead of a week, it takes two weeks. And I was like, <laughs> so I have to keep sleeping at this weird angle and sitting at this weird angle. And I, I say that like I'm complaining, but honestly, it could have been so much worse because I don't have to. I don't have to sit with my face down all day. Actually, I can sit as long as I sit straight up and look a little bit down. I'm okay, um, and I can sleep on my side, either side. Um, but I can't move once I'm in that position, and so you know, there's a lot of naps because you can't sleep through the whole night. Um, but yeah, so that went well. But then they prescribed more drops, and so I'm up to six different drops just to keep things like healing well and, and things are healing well, but they quickly realized that I'm, I am not a, a easy patient to deal with. And I'm okay with that because um, I, I truly worry about medical everything in our country. And, you know, I, I voiced my concern. I was like, look, I know that these drops for the pressure in my eye are the best of the best. I get it. They're new. There's no generic and they are super high end. But here's the thing, like they're $300 a bottle and a bottle lasts about three weeks. Um, and I said, you know, my insurance pays some, but like, I'm really frustrated because I still have to pay $85 and they want me to mail order them. So it'll be better for them, but it actually isn't better for me because I found a coupon uh, from the manufacturer. And so he finally like, he just sat down because he realized that I like was going to get my money's worth. The doctor did um, out of this. And I was like, is there something we can do? Like you guys have a pharmacy. Can I use the coupon? And like not run it through my insurance. And so we worked all that out um, because truly you can uh, and they get paid by the manufacturer and I don't have to worry about my insurance or the awful CVS that I went to. And I'm going to tell you, I know that I was not in a good place when I had to go to CVS to get those drops, but good gracious, that was a terrible experience. Um, dealing with CVS for something that is a specialty item. So they only have it at certain locations and my pharmacist, they didn't have it, but, but yeah, Oh, we've gotten a, um, Oh, Oh Lord. And the tip of tap messages are coming through. Um, and it's all confused. Uh, so yeah. So, and then while I was home, I, I don't know if any of you heard the, ouch, kitty, you're biting. I don't know if any of you heard the last episode of the LFC, but it, the audio was just dreadful. And it actually isn't a lot better, but I've learned to compensate for the busted up microphone. Um, but essentially, I have to mute this. Where's that button? Um, and so essentially, the issue has become that for some reason, the Blue Yeti blackout edition, whatever this microphone is, is not being registered by my computer. And so I thought, okay, maybe it's the cable. So I went and dug out a cable. It's not the cable. I thought maybe it's uh, the computer, like maybe there's some setting. Cause I, you know, it's also the computer I use for work. So I do a lot of, of finagling and jiggling with it. 
Um, and, and so, no, nope. Uh, I switched back and I'm actually recording this on my MacBook, not my MacBook Pro. Um, mostly because, um, I am okay with keeping this separate from work stuff. And so, yep, nope. It's doing the same thing on the MacBook. So I called, uh, I, well, I emailed and then I had to call. And so I talked to the folks at Blue and I'm going to tell you, like, I, I wasn't, I didn't have my orange hat on. I really thought that maybe I had done something. Maybe there was some update. Maybe there was some software conflict or something. And so we walked through the steps and, and they were asking questions. And I explained that it doesn't even show up by name anymore. It did. Now it doesn't. Um, you know, I had switched computers and cables. It was still doing it. Um, and that the input like volume on it seems to be stuck at maximum, even though I have the gain, the manual gain turned all the way down. I have the setting correct on the back of the microphone. And I had gone into the input on the computer and just turned it down to like 4%. And it still isn't good. And, you know, it hasn't been thrown around. It hasn't been in a bag. It has sat on my desk. And by my desk, I mean the table that I keep at the foot of my bed. Um, you know, since I got it, it's only been used a handful of times and it did when I got it, it worked perfectly. Um, you know, I had some learning to do with it about how to aim it and see right now, Boop. um, how to aim it and how to position it and, and all that. And I just felt like for the price, I could have got a sure SM58. Well, I already had one of those from when we did the LFC the first time. Um, or SB, whatever, whatever the vocal mic is and an audio interface device for less and, um, would have had a, a lot more control and a lot more flexibility, but that I had gone with them because like they have a reputation, uh, that their number one customer, Daniel Brewer recommended them, you know, that sort of thing. And, and I, I think I was very pleasant and, and honestly, they were very pleasant. So anyway, a very long story that didn't need to be told. Sure. They're sending me a new one because they said, yep, it's, there's something that's happened to the microphone and, uh, it shouldn't have. So that's just all there is to it. So, uh, they're gonna, they're gonna replace it, which was very nice. Uh, hopefully they send me some goodies. Um, because I really need a pop filter for it because the gravitas gets all upset that I'm just blowing his speakers out. Ugh, poor old thing. Um, so yeah, so that's my tech drama of the week, uh, which actually turned out well. Now, something that hasn't turned out well is my trash situation. Uh, hold on, hold please while I take a sip of my, uh, iced coffee. It's about not iced anymore. It's almost warm. I've been sipping on it for so long. Um, but uh, two weeks ago, right at two weeks ago, right before my surgery, so trash day here at the Vader Family Compound is um, Tuesdays. So on Monday night, you roll your trash around. And my the way the Vader Family Complex is, um, I'm right in the middle of it. And so it's a long roll for my trash and I'm, I'm telling you all this on purpose because it's going to come into play a little bit later. Um, there are a bunch of tree roots back there that I have to roll the bend, uh, the bend over. Um, and then there's like a ditch 
like it's not really a ditch it's paved but it's like to drain water from the upper parking area down into a ditch um so i have to kind of like roll on the side of that um and then like i have to stay in that because if i get too off the side it's kind of mushy because you know it's always wet and then it's uphill and then over speed bump and then downhill over the curb into the spot it really isn't that far but it, it you know for those of you who have a house or a place with a paved driveway and you just keep your um trash bin right there on the side and you just roll it 20 feet to the street you know we're looking at three or four times that distance so it i, I say all that to say it gets beat up pretty good when i'm rolling it and of course it's heavy um well i rolled my trash around and when i went back to get it tuesday night it was gone and so sometimes that happens and i have to go look for it because you know I don't know if my neighbors are dumb and think that it's theirs because they don't read and our addresses are on them and um, everything, or if they think they're being helpful, uh, but wherever they put it is always like on the side of a building and that's all fine and well, except that like, I don't, my, where I keep my trash is in the back of my house. And so to put trash in it where they've put it would require quite uh, carrying it all the way through the house. And I just don't want to do that. I don't want to deal with cleaning up any mess that that might make. Well, it was nowhere to be found. The bin wasn't. So I thought, okay, maybe the city, uh, maybe that wheel finally broke off because it had been a little bit dangly. Um, and so I kind of let it go for a day or two because I was having surgery and I just couldn't deal with it. I had a hundred things on my plate and all these bills and all these things I just needed to, to get done before the surgery. So, uh, well, it never appeared. Uh, so I emailed the, the email address on the website because they had a help ticketing system, but it, it just didn't load. So I emailed the email address and didn't get a response back. So I just hauled my trash out to the curb, like the bag out to the curb on Monday night, after, you know, under darkness so no one saw me um, and didn't complain because my neighbors like to do that. And, uh, so I decided this week, I was like, I have to get this taken care of because like, you know, at some point there's going to be more trash than one bag a week. And like, then what am I going to do? And so I started, uh, calling the number. I couldn't get anyone, couldn't get anyone. So I was very nice. Um, and said, hi, it's liar. You know, essentially, I, I don't know if maybe you picked it up and they're like, nope we don't have any notes about that. And I was like, well, it's gone. And she said, well, have you looked around? And I said, I have, um, you know, a quarter of a mile worth of townhomes later, I've like been snooping up. I mean, and, and if they, people have, if someone did take it and it's in their backyard, inside their fence backyard, like obviously I, I wouldn't have seen that, but like all the ones that are on the side of buildings and, um, still sitting on the curb. Cause you know, a week after trash pickup, there's people's, trash cans they don't roll back um etc 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 and so she said oh well this you know sometimes happens and blah blah blah. we'll have to get you a new one and I said okay and she said that'll be 65 dollars and I'm like Ugh. and I mean I didn't freak out on her because it's not her fault right like what this boils down to is someone has stolen my trash can so to now, this all happened Thursday and yesterday with the emails and phone calls. 
I think. I can't even remember, honestly. Um, so I still don't have it, and, I, and that's fine. I, it's not like I'm the most important person in the world, and they're just going to run out and deposit one. Um, but, you know, I don't blame them because I, or for the cost, because the more I thought about it, I was talking to the Hatterina, my mother, and she's like, what are you going to do? And I was like, no, exactly. Like, y- you have to have trash, right? Number one. And two, like, honestly, it's a government sponsored, uh, like, trash bin. <laughs> so I should be grateful that it only costs $65. Right. Because like, you know how these things are that the government buys. And honestly, they last for 10, 15 years, however long you keep a trash bin. We've had them replaced since I've lived here. But like, I mean, honestly, like it, it boggles my mind that it only costs $65 because I figured it would probably cost $650 at this point. So uh, anyway, so it's just like, you know, I the older I get, and I'm glad all these things are happening to me when I'm in my 40s versus in my 20s, because if there's one thing I've learned, it's that life happens and you can't control it. So you just have to deal with it because like getting upset, like, do I have any more $65 to keep paying for things? No, like I'm out of $65. Like, um, it has been a very expensive month and, um, you know, I, I, I'm stressed because of that. Um, obviously like I'm watching my checking account just go down, 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 down. And I think payday was yesterday, but even so like, it, it doesn't matter at this point. Like there's been so much spent that it's all going to be gone when my credit card bill comes. So, but, uh, but yeah, so that's, what's been going on. Um, it was not supposed to be like a woe is me story because it, it's mostly like, this is what's happening in my life. And we're all adults and we know that it's terrible and, but it's also just how things are and you deal with it and how you choose to deal with it is, uh, is going to really impact you and, and your state of mind and your mood. And, you know, I could be sitting here screaming about having to replace my trash can. And generally I am annoyed. Genuinely, I am annoyed that one of my neighbors has probably taken it, doesn't give a crap, and now I'm out $65. I'm going to remedy that. Don't you worry. I'm going to put a tile tracker on that sucker uh, (laughs) when I get the new one um, so that I can find it, and I will be relentless about that. But but anyway, so that's what's going on. I just want to thank everyone for subscribing, and I do appreciate it. And I know a lot of you are are my friends. but I, I want to thank you for listening, and I tried to keep this as short as I possibly could. I hope you have a great weekend. I hope you have a great week, and uh, hopefully, I will be back. Hmm, let's say, let's say by Wednesday to to give you an update on going back to the coal mine because I am going to try to go back to work. So, thanks for listening, everyone. Talk to you soon.